and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God. He is the Everlasting Father and the Prince of Peace. That's for changing your life with the Word with Deborah Elam. Join us for an inspiring message from Deborah. The title of our message is Emmanuel, God with us. Isaiah, that's the address we're going to. We're going to start there, Isaiah 7 and 14. And the word of God says, Therefore, the Lord himself, the Lord himself, nobody else but God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, God himself. Do you know what that means? Himself. That means he alone. Nobody else. God himself shall give you a sign. He's going to give you instructions. He's going to show you something that you've never seen before. Behold, a virgin. Now, most people know what a virgin is. An unmarried woman that's never been with a man. A virgin, get this, shall conceive. Now, explain that. A virgin shall conceive. Never heard of before. Never will be heard of again. But a virgin shall conceive. You know, we serve a God that nothing is impossible with him. He said this young girl, this young woman, she's going to conceive a baby without a man. Something happened that the world still can't explain or contain. A virgin conceiving a child without a man. No artificial insemination. This was done by the Spirit of God himself. And shall call his name Emmanuel. God with us. Not apart from us. Not beside us. Not behind us. But God with us. Oh, we going somewhere. He's taking us somewhere. Glory to God. Isaiah 9, 6-7 says, For unto us, unto all humanity, all the people of God, every living being that God breathed, a child is born. And unto us, a son is given. Given by God, from God, and he is God, but he's given to us. And the government, we got to be thankful for everything. Pray about everything at all times. There would never be a man or woman that rules the way God wants because that's not how any system is designed. I don't care what you say. I don't care who's in office, who's not in office. It will never be the same unless God himself is ruling the world. Well, he set it up that way. But there was a group of people, the Israelites, decided they didn't want it God's way. We want it our way. I don't know what commercial they just said. Have it your way. <laughs> Thank you, Have it your way. But God said, no, it's not your way. It's Yahweh. Yahweh. Because he's the way, the truth, and the life. And the government should be upon his shoulders. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. We're talking about Jesus himself. We're talking about this government should be on his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God. 
He is the everlasting father and the prince of peace. He is the word. But before he became flesh, he was the word. You know, they describe him in Revelation saying his eyes are as fire. His hair is white like wool. He's got a sword in his hand. He's crowned with many crowns. He is king of kings and lord of lords. And he rides a horse. Get this, y'all. He rides a horse, a white horse. And of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. And upon the throne of David, oh, he came through the lineage. He came right. And upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. The zeal of the Lord of hosts, he will perform this. I'm talking about Emmanuel, God with us. Mm. Matthews 1 and 23. The word of God said, behold, a virgin. There we go again. It's been prophesied that this young woman, this young girl shall be with child. And she shall bring forth a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel. Which being interpreted is God with us. We are God's people. They need to know God is with us. God has never leave us nor forsake us. He is with us. He's with us for a purpose. So it goes on to say the Holy Ghost came upon this young girl. Mary was her name. And the power of the Most High overshadowed her. He took her over. Have you ever been taken over by the Holy Ghost? And in her, she conceived by the spirit of the living God. Now, how did all this get started? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Go with me to Genesis 3, 14 through 15. I'm still talking about God with us. And it reads, and the Lord God said unto the serpent, because thou hast done this, well, he, we know, deceived the woman. And she ate of the fruit of the garden. And the man that was with her ate of the fruit also. He said, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. And upon thy belly shall thy go. And dust shall thou eat all the days of thy life. He should put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. And it shall bruise thy head. Glory to God. We got power. And thou shalt bruise his heel. He put enmity between the serpent and the woman. This was spoken in Genesis. It was fulfilled in Matthew. It was fulfilled telling about the promise. God made a promise to Eve and through Eve. And he made a promise to the devil that beguiled the serpent. He made a promise, and that promise was put into the woman, Eve. And it carried through every generation till it got through Mary. It did not stop until it got through Mary. That word had to be fulfilled, what God has spoken, that he would do this to redeem man. Emmanuel, God with us, Jesus' name means Yahweh saves. His mission is to save and deliver. He is the Savior 
of the whole world. He made a decision because he was a lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Jesus was the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. John 10 and 10 says, the thief cometh only to do this, to steal, to kill, and destroy. Anytime you see any killing, stealing, and destroying going on, it's of the enemy. But Jesus says, I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Emmanuel, God with us. I just want you to repeat that. Emmanuel, God with us. In every situation, he is with us. Go to Galatians 4 and 4 and 5. We're going to read. But when the fullness of the time was come, the right time. It's always a wrong time and there's a right time. The Bible says there's a season for all things. A season to dance, a season to laugh, a season to cry. There is to all things a time. But at the right time, God sent forth his son. Made of a woman. Made under the law. To redeem them. That's to redeem us. That were under the law. Because we couldn't fulfill the law. So he sent Jesus so we may have grace, that we may receive the adoption of sons. Emmanuel, God with us. The word became flesh. Yes, it did. Jesus, he became flesh and dwelled among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Philippians 2, 6 through 8. And I'm going to be reading out the New Century Version. It says, though he was in the form of God, because he was God, he did not consider being equal with God something to exploit. But he emptied himself. I mean, God emptied himself by taking the form of a slave and by becoming a human being. When he found himself in the form of a human, he humbled. A lot of people don't want to humble. But he was God, but God himself humbled himself by being obedient to the point of death. He humbled himself. The supreme ruler of the universe who created the moon, the stars, the earth, he created everything, but yet he humbled. I'm just stuck right there. He humbled himself glory to God and became obedient a lot of people don't want to humble themselves under leadership let me stop right here and take a sailor people will go to their job to a heathen boss do everything they humble themselves be there on time oh yeah be there on time if they said be there at 8 they may be there at 7 30 be there on time they humble themselves they do what's instructed for them to do don't leave early they stay, do they work most of the time, do they work, and exactly what that person says, they do it. But yet, when it comes to the things of God, people don't want to humble themselves. It just means walking in the will and purpose of God. Humble yourself. It just means to acknowledge God as Father 
Son, and the Holy Spirit. And being obedient to what he says because he knows what's best for us. Isaiah 40 and 3, it says, The voice of him that cried in the wilderness, prepare you the way of the Lord. May straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted. And every mountain shall be made low. And the crooked shall be made straight. And the rough places plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of God has spoken it. In Luke 2 and 1 and 20, because Emmanuel is God with us, we need to read this story about his birth. And the word of God says in Luke 2, and I'm going to start in the first verse, and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. Hmm, we know what that means. And three says, and all went to be taxed, everyone, into his own city. Not only were you to be taxed, but you got to go back where you were born. No matter how far, you can live 50 miles, 100 miles, 1,000 miles. But when it's time to pay tax, you go back to that city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth and to Judea and to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. See, Jesus, even his natural father, came from King David's lineage to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. Well, she was already great with child. He never touched her, but she was great with child. He was married to her, but she was great with child. She was a virgin, but she was great with child. And so it was that while they were there. The days was accomplished that she was and she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn. And she took Jesus and she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and she laid him in a manger, in a stable with the animals. We're talking about the king of the universe in a stable. With the animals, with the smell, with the hay. He humbled himself, Jesus. He humbled himself to be born as a baby. To be born and laid in a manger, in swaddling clothes when he's used to having the best. To being called king of kings and lord of lords. But yet he humbled himself as a baby because there was no room in the inn. They were out there in the stable. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. The shepherds were just out in the field with the sheep or goats or whatever they were shepherding. And they were, it was night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shined all. It shone all around. And they were so afraid. They were afraid because they had never seen an angel before. And the angel said unto them, fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings. <laughs> of great joy, 
which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Even told him what the name of the baby was. The promise was fulfilled that night. A lamb slain before the foundation of the world went through generation after generation after generation, told he was coming. Prophecy after prophecy after prophecy. Even the tabernacle is a, it's a picture of how we're to come before his presence. Everything was prophesied from generation to generation. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. And guess what? He came. And he says, and this shall be a sign unto you. This is how you know this is Christ the Lord. You shall find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And selling with the angel a multitude, not a few, a multitude of heavenly hosts. Praising God and saying, glory to God and peace on earth. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth. Goodwill. This is what God wants us to do. Goodwill to men. He then I'm going to give you peace on earth. Even when there seems chaotic and, and wars and, and rumors of wars and, and trouble everywhere on the left and on the right. He said, but I give you my peace on the earth. And not only that, goodwill. Goodwill towards men. And it came to pass that as the angels were gone away from them unto the heavens, the shepherds said one to another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which is the Lord hath made known to us. They realized the Lord, you see in a multitude of angels, you know the Lord has shown you something. And they came in haste. They didn't wait. They didn't delay. They didn't say, well, I got to do this and do that. No, in haste, they went. And they found, they were diligently seeking Mary and Joseph and the babe. And they found Mary and they found Joseph and they saw the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the things which was told them concerning this child. They couldn't hold it. When they left up praising the Savior of the world, they went and told. Well, you know, we need to be about our father's business. We need to do the same thing. We need to tell people. He came. He was born. He is here. He died. But he rose again on the third day. Glory to God. Emmanuel, God with us. Well, that's a beautiful account. And a powerful account of the birth of Jesus. But that's not the end of the story. In Luke 5 and 13, Jesus healed a leper. In Luke 5 and 24, he told a sick man of the palsy to rise, take up your bed, and go home. In Luke 5 and 54, he raised a 12-year-old girl from the dead. In Luke 9 and 16, he blessed the five loaves and two fish, and he fed over 5,000 men besides women and children. We're talking about Emmanuel, God with us. The one that's able to take a mind and make it what it needs to be. He's the one that's able to take the body and make it whole. He's the one that's able to bring you out of darkness into the marvelous light. I'm talking about Jesus. Hallelujah. The one who bled for our sins. 
the one that took the nails in his hands and into his feet, the one that was pierced in the side, Emmanuel, God with us. I'm talking about the one whose crown would many crowns. Hallelujah. Emmanuel, God with us. John 21 and 25 says Jesus also did many other things because they said if they were all written down, I suppose the whole world could not contain the books that would be written. Oh, they're talking about Emmanuel, God with us. First Corinthians 15 and 4 says he was buried and he was raised from the dead on the third day. Just as the scripture said, Emmanuel, God with us. We're talking about the one that, that Satan tried to take us, this whole humanity out with Adam and Eve. But through all those generations, the seed of God went through and prevailed against the enemy. God is and will always be with us. From the garden to this present day, he is Emmanuel, God with us. King David wrote in Psalms 139 and 7, Whether shall I go from thy spirit, or whether shall I flee from thy presence? Jeremiah 23 through 24 says, I am a God at hand, says the Lord, and not a God afar off. Can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him, says the Lord? Do I not feel the heaven and the earth, says the Lord? Psalms 43 and 1 says, our God is a refuge and strength. He's a very present help in the time of trouble. 1 Corinthians 2 and 8 says, But the rulers of this world had not understood it. If they had, they would not have crucified our glorious Lord. Psalms 46 and 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathens. I will be exalted in the earth. No matter what's going on, he said, he will be exalted in this earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Matthew 28 and 20. Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, told his 12 disciples, teaching them to observe all things, wheresoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Emmanuel, God, with us. Revelations 19 and 11 says, Jesus is faithful and true. Emmanuel, God, with us. Revelations 9 and 13 says, he was clothed with a robe dipped in blood. And his name is called the word of God. Revelations 9 and 15 says, out of his mouth goes a sharp sword. Revelations 9 and 16 says, and he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Emmanuel, God with us. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. If this message has been encouraging and a blessing to you, be sure to subscribe. And thank you for your generous financial support.